What is up, everyone? I would just like to say thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to Projects in the Hood, the first episode, one of many. Here, we will be talking with LaShawn. She's from Cypress Hills. It's really interesting. Stay tuned. As a disclaimer, we would just like to say that some of the things we mention in this podcast, we may be laughing at, but it does not mean at all that it is funny. Comedy and laughter is a great way to get through trauma and pain, and that is simply what we're doing. If you can, just state your name for the record. My name is LaShawn Costa. I'm originally from Guyana. (laughs) And where do you live now, Miss Guyana? (laughs) I live in East New York, Brooklyn. Okay, so if you can, like, you tell me your experience being there, like, and, like, what projects you live in and how that experience is. Well, I live in Cypress Hills Projects in East New York, and I've been living here since, I think, 2005, so a very long time. But living in a project is an experience, I would say, and it's, it's, it's good and it's bad. How? Also explain. Like. Well, it's good because it gives you, I guess, really good street smarts. <laughs> you know how to survive in any situation. Then if you lived in the suburbs, you won't know how to deal with certain shit. So, but living here, it gives you a lot of, it makes you more aware of, about your surroundings, survival skills. The bad thing is you could get shot or die. My neighborhood is basically every man for themselves. No one talks to each other. I don't even know my neighbor, and I've been living here for, like, 15-plus years, and I've never said hi to that woman or anyone in this whole entire facility. <laughs> living here is not a community because mm-hmm. no one knows each other. No one talks to each other. So because of that, I feel like people just do what they want because no one knows each other. They don't care if someone gets shy like, because they don't know you. They, they don't care. They don't value the life that lives around here. So, like, one of the craziest stories I've ever, like, witnessed was when someone got shot in the building. And, like, I was coming home. I think I was in middle school or elementary school, like, one of them things. And I was coming home, and the front door had, like, the front door to the building had, like, a bullet. Um, It wasn't going through it, but it was an impression of when the bullet hit the door. But when I opened the door, it was, like, blood everywhere. I've never seen that much blood. I didn't even know the human body could give up that much blood. And there was, like, bullet shells everywhere. That was just, like, the craziest thing. It was, like, paid in full the movie in real life. <laughs> it was some crazy shit. Can I be honest? I've huh? I said, can I be honest? I've never seen that movie. So I don't You gotta... That is the hottest movie you could ever watch. <laughs> paid in full is really good. It teaches you lessons. I've never seen that movie. I've heard I heard the name before, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what really happened to that guy. I, I don't know personally if I could watch the movie if it's similar to what you just said, because that's that's kind of intense, LaShawn. It's good, though, because, like, the main character, his best friend or whatever, was supposed to be, you know, his friend, but he, like, turned on him and basically, like, I think, killed him. But instead, this guy didn't die. He just, like... Had my blood on the floor in the damn building. They took about the real life LaShawn. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, you should not be gangbanging in the first place. Okay. So. so if you don't mind me asking, like, what's one of the most dangerous things you've ever experienced? Dangerous? 
Like, I don't know if you um, remember, but I remember one time we were having a conversation. You was telling me how they started shooting when you were walking your dog, Penny. So if you could... Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> you could just say that story. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, I don't remember when this happened. This has to be like three, four, actually more, like five summers ago. I have a dog, Penny Coster. She's a little Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And I think she was like, three or two at the time she was a really young puppy so I was taking her outside and I was like oh this is so cute you know I'm going to take my dog for a walk and then I didn't even see anything I just I didn't see the shooter at the time when I was walking out I just saw a girl running and I just saw her hair like her hair was just like in the wind you just knew she was running away from whatever the fuck was going on in the opposite direction as soon as I turned around to figure out why the fuck is she running as soon as I turned around, I heard shots and I saw the guy shooting. Not in my direction. It was more of the opposite direction. He was shooting straight out into, like, outside projects. And I was, like, in. So it wasn't in my direction. But I heard it and I saw, like, I don't know if it was smoke. I don't know what the fuck it was. But I saw something come out the gun. And it was just so crazy. And I just, like, dropped my dog. And fell on the floor and was like, because that's the first thing you do. You don't run. You just hit the floor and crawl to whatever safe spot you got at the moment. Really? I would run. You don't run, bitch. That's how you get shot. That's the number no, one rule. I think I would run. That's not what you do. The number one rule is you drop and crawl. Because nobody is going to be shooting down. <laughs> they shoot. Because honestly, when I think about it, like, let's say they want to get rid of everyone who possibly seen something, you right there laying on the floor. But that's, okay, okay. If you're in a school shooting, clearly, you can't stay one place crawling down. (laughs) It all depends on the situation. In my situation, you don't run, because it's a big-ass open spot. And the shooter was running away from, he wasn't care, he didn't care whoever was around. Like, you know, so he's just thinking about that one target. So what you should do is just get down and crawl wherever you need to go and get away. But if you run and he's shooting, you don't know where that bullet is going to go, you know? That is true. Well, I've never experienced a shooting, so it's just like... That's just what I always heard. I've, I've, had, I've, I've don't, The closest I've gotten was, like, hearing bullets from my window. Um... But that's that's only it. So I've always seen people just run. So I'm like, okay, I guess you run. That's like, how they get shot. That's why it's so much because <laughs> they just stand still, they freeze, or they're running. You never hear someone that dropped on the floor is the person that got shot. No, because no bullet goes down like that unless they yeah, unless shooting you on the floor. If it's a mob hit, that's different. If it's what? If it's a mob hit, that's different. What do you mean? If it's a mob hit, LaShawn, there's no stop, drop, and roll. You better run for your life. Like, that's the mob. That's I'm saying it depends on the situation. So as a human, you have to assess the situation you're in very quickly. Because if you don't, you will die. (laughs) You got three seconds to make a decision. You really do. It's that ass or somebody else's. And at that point, it was between me and Penny. I let that bitch go. Because I was like, (laughs) LaShawn, look at dog. I don't care. She needs to learn how to survive. So she ran all the way towards the shooter 
by the time he was already like gone, but she was running in his direction. And I'm trying to catch her at the same time. Cause he already stopped shooting. Like it was over. I don't think he hit anybody. I don't know what the fuck he was shooting at. Cause no one got hit. I don't know where the bullets went either. But I got my dog and that was the closest time I've ever seen someone shoot in my life. And yeah, that was that was it. But at least I have good reflexes and I could think fast in the spot. Because if you don't, yeah, it could have been a different story. Wow. Okay, just for the record, as we're talking right now, um, my neighbors are having their annual, not annual, their daily argument. Their daily argument. Their daily argument. So if you hear anything in the background, that is them arguing. That doesn't sound healthy. It's not. It's not the healthiest. Uh, I'm going to say I've heard a lot of things. We're <laughs> disturbing because sometimes I don't hear things, but my other neighbors from like upstairs and downstairs, like they would tell me things and I'm like, uh, what? So <laughs> like one day, Interesting. I, I think one day we had this conversation, but one day I was so tired that I went to sleep that um, Mia, who is my friend, she called me and was like, oh my God, did you hear? No. Um, she's like, how can you not hear that? Um, I heard it from my room. And no, uh, just for the record, Mia lives on the fourth floor. I live on the fifth. And we're, I live in, well, I'm not going to say my building, my apartment number, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I that live, was then a reminder for yourself. Not to say yeah, I was, was going to say it, but. Basically, she lives in the adjacent apartment next to mine's, but one floor down. So we can hear, like, we have different audio tunes of that one apartment. <laughs> so then she called me. She was really like, did you not hear that? Like, how can you, like, not hear that? I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, I had to call 911 because he was beating her ass next door. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you didn't hear that? She was screaming, help me, help me. Someone help me. And I was like oh my god I was like I really slept through that because literally like, I can't hear all their conversations that's how thin these walls are I don't know if you're you sleep like, through hugging her ass for what is wrong with you what kind of neighbor <laughs> first of all you don't even know your neighbors don't say hey uh-uh, my neighborhood is different than yours I don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers your neighborhood care about each other I mean we might themselves out here I don't really particularly like them uh I just but y'all still talk about each other Yes, I have a dialogue. <laughs> I don't have a choice. They're, like, we hear everything. <laughs> I feel like it's also your walls because I don't hear shit my neighbors say. Yeah, see, that's what I don't like is that the projects doesn't have consistency. So it's like each development is built differently. Like, for example, like, you have you been watching news recently where, like, some of these people's apartments are, like, they're literally falling apart? Nah. Really? You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. I'm gonna send it to you. Like this lady had a huge hole in her wall, but housing refused to fix. And I was like, um, "How do you refuse to fix that? Nothing was getting fixed in they like their whole projects. Like everything was just broken down, rats everywhere." I was like, "Oh no! Like we don't have." Is this that. Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens? Like what is this? I think it was Brooklyn. It was either Brooklyn or the Bronx. It sounds like some Bronx shit. Brooklyn ain't Brooklyn ain't too hot either, but. <laughs> I lived in both boroughs, so I could say <laughs> it's not like I didn't live in both. I've never been to the projects in the Bronx. 
I low-key refused. Well, when I was living in the Bronx, I lived in the project, but I lived in the hood. So, and it was as bad. My mother lived in the projects in the Bronx, and she had some interesting... uh, Anytime you live in the Bronx, you're going to have some crazy stories. Yeah, so I was born in the Bronx, but my mom was like, "Mm, we're not staying here. Like, that's not happening. Nope, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> which is really bad because it's just like I keep telling people like Rock is like a whole nother borough. It's not even a whole nother borough. It's a whole nother country. Like <laughs> that shit really is. Like they have their own rules, like their own like like literally like you know how like New Yorkers like we always have this thing where it's just like you don't look nobody like dead in the face like dead in the eye when you're on the train or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a New York thing. Like, we don't I got to do that not only to and from the train when I was going to Truman, but also when I was at Truman. Like oh, in the school, but I feel like that's an overall rule in every bar. Like we just don't do that. It was it was an overall rule. Like it was just like I remember one time they put me so at Truman I was in the honors class. I remember they put me in a general ed English class. And literally, I just got this vibe once I walked in. I was like, I can't look at anyone. Like, <laughs> what? I was scared to look at anyone because it was just like everybody was just looking for a fight. And it was just like, how do you come to school just ready to fight all day, every day? That does sound a little too much. And I was only in that class for like one or two days, LaShawn. Like one or two days. I refused to look at anyone in that one class. That's not like that was a special ed class. It wasn't. It was a general ed class. Like it was just one of the oh. classes. But I was I was in honor, so I was with all the nerds and shit. Like people talking about something. They were still trying to fight? And in, in honors? Oh no, this is when you're in the other class. Oh, never mind. Oh yeah, you know, honors was literally like a whole nother school. Because you guys are nicer. Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would never go to the projects in the Bronx because I've heard stories about people. Like, that shit is, like, literally, like, whoa. Like, like it's too much. It's beyond too much. That shit is just, like, heartbreaking. Like, damn, yeah. Be- I went to school in the Bronx, but it wasn't, it wasn't like that. I went to elementary school. It, was, it wasn't like that, but it was crazy for some shit you should be doing in elementary school. Like, I remember one time... I don't know how we got to this, but I remember this girl. I was never liked in elementary because I was Guyanese and I just came to the country, so I had an accent. So no one liked me for some reason. So they used to like beat me up every day or something. And this girl, I remember the class, but we was in class, and she had like one of them uh, HB pencils. You you know the the um the regular ones. Yeah. And this bitch stabbed me in my arm with a pencil. Oh, yeah, you have a mark on your arm. And I was like, oh, I know she, that was like my final straw. Like, I snapped. You you know, you know, um, in elementary school, they got the little sharpener up front in the class that you like sharpen your, 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 um, your pencil. Yeah. I walked up there. I had a fat HB pencil. You, you know, the big chunky ones? Mm-hmm. I guess she didn't realize I was going to stab her back. But like I walked up there, shoved my fat pencil, sat down, looked at her, and stabbed that bitch right in her arm. <laughs> my see, this is elementary school. And listen, nobody I mean, should be stabbing nobody in elementary school. It's really bad. Like I remember, 
when I was in element, you know it's bad when you have a reputation already and not only the school, but the neighborhood for elementary school that you a badass kid. Like, do you know how bad you got to be to be a third grader with a reputation like that? You had a reputation? No, bitch, not me. Oh, I was like, <laughs> no. that don't sound like you. My father would have whooped my ass. No. <laughs> I'm like, this don't sound like sweet little Allison. No, no. <laughs> oh, my mother from the South. So she weak. don't play those games. No. I know she does it. <laughs> but no, it was this boy that lived a couple of buildings away. Um, I think, I don't remember where they moved, but I remember if I was to see his mother tomorrow, I would know who she is. But his name was Kevin Peoples, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Kevin Peoples. I'm not doing this. His mother, <laughs> that's not okay. That was their last name. I'm not doing this. That was their last name? That was his last name. Peoples? Yes, like people. Peoples. I tried looking for him one day on, on, fa- on Facebook, but I couldn't find him. That's just funny, though. He forever getting teased. <laughs> he gets teased really bad for his last name. <laughs> he he used to fight everyone, like, I wish I knew how his last name was Peoples. <laughs> that, that's how he was. Like, honestly, it was just like, but they, he was so bad. And like the kids he used to hang out with was so bad. And that's why I think like, um, my mom like put me out of that school at one point because I remember I came home one day and I told her like, hey, like the teacher, like when she speaks, she spits because she was a old what? white woman. It, I'm going to explain it right now. She was an old white woman. <laughs> and... Basically, the way her lips were set up, it was like it used to collect gap, like globs of spit in the corner. <laughs> so when she used to speak, like at times, like you would just get hit in the face with spit. So I remember one day was like, it was like, hey, oh, bitch, I'm getting tired of you. Like, first of all, you the third grade calling somebody a bitch. Like, whoa. <laughs> and then, mm. Where's his mama? I don't remember if it was him or another boy in the class, but I just know like. He was dying his ass off. But um, what happened, basically, long story short, is that they ended up spinning at her in her face. Like, (gasps) what? Like, it's so bad. And then also, like, they used to make that teacher cry. Like, I used used to make teachers cry in that school. Like, it it was so bad. It was so bad. One thing I never understood with American um, kids is that if you're Caribbean... You, you would get your ass for by the teacher. So mm. when I first came here, I remember going to the classroom and like there was this kid and he like, I think he had you you know the denim jackets have those metal buttons on it. Mm-hmm. I think he like threw it at her and it hit her or something. And I looked at her like, um, you're not gonna beat him. She was like, no. I was like, y'all don't get beaten by the teachers here. <laughs> That's not okay. I was so excited. I was like, you guys bullied the teacher? Is that the opposite way around? You used to get beat by teachers in Guyana? Yes. Uh, they would whoop that ass. You ever talk about my ass whoop in school? <laughs> That's what we do in the Caribbean. Your teacher is allowed to whoop your ass. Okay? Like, I used to, because I was really bad at math, so I was always afraid to talk because I know I was going to get my ass whooped because I don't know the math. So I always get my ass if you beat up or you don't know the answer. Oh my so God. I was like, this is a different world. 
like American kids don't know how good they have it, especially in the 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 school system. I don't feel like it's good because they also get spoiled when it comes to. That's why there's so much badass kids in America because they don't get their ass whooped. Spoiled what? Who got spoiled? I didn't get spoiled. You know what's the hardest thing? Well, it depends on parenting, I guess. But in not even Caribbean. Everyone can whoop like, their ass. The hardest thing was growing up. Like everybody used to be like, "Oh, Allison's so smart. She's so this." Um, she doesn't belong in that school. So my teacher pulled me, one of my teachers told my mom about this program for this white school and everything, um, predominantly white school in the other side of Queens. Mm-hmm. And it was like, literally like, one thing I liked about going to school in the projects is that everyone had the same homework. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, because it was only two schools, really. It's only two elementary schools. And it, we know, it's... ISA and then it's PS40 and then and then PS48. So it's two elementary schools and one middle school in the area, basically. So basically, everyone had the same homework. When I went to that other school, Sean, I was on my own, like literally, like yeah, because you went to the smart school. Yeah. So my mom, like, she didn't she didn't get far in her education. And then, like, the people that went to that same school with me, like, we weren't the closest. So, literally, like, I had to do everything on my own. Like, it was, it was, like, it was so annoying. Because then I went to the community center, and I got asking for help, and they look at me like, uh, I don't know this. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like honestly, like, that shit was so annoying, because I was like, how does no one know how to do this? And my teachers would be like, oh, you didn't do your homework. And I'm like, I had no one to help me. They're like, oh, you need to ask your parent. Bitch, not everybody parents went to school. That's true. And, that's and it's like you're on your own. Yeah, and that's one thing I didn't like about that school is because that's when I first experienced, like, like that slight microaggression type shit. Because it's just like, my teachers, I remember it was this one... Um, it was this one blonde lady. I used to hate her. Like she was mm-hmm. that preppy old like she was one of those preppy like stereotypical old white ladies you've seen in movies that just didn't like black kids. Like she used to be so disrespectful to all of us. Like she used to like I remember one time she asked me, like, she was like, Why do you act that way? You act so so you know. I was like, bitch, what? Like you can't do that now. They're fighting oh, yeah. that ass. Not now, but this is what before I graduated middle school, like 2011. This was like two, 2009, 2010. Yeah, she got away with that. Yeah. So I was just so annoyed because I was like, what? And it was like little microaggressions like that from like all my teachers over and over again. Like, and I was just like, you guys are so like, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I was just like, I'm over this. And I think honestly, that's why I'm Truman because I was so sick and tired of that environment that I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the blackest place possible. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the blackest place. <laughs> ah, dead. I really did. Like, I was like, I do not want to be in another predominantly white school because I felt so out of touch. Because I'll go to that school and I'll be too black, and then I'll come back home and then I'll be too white. And so nobody wanted to hang out with me regardless. So I was like, this shit makes no sense. Like, how is my own mm-hmm. friends back home making fun of me? Because they're like, oh, why you talk like that? You talk too bad. <laughs> and then for the white people, I talked to, and for the white people, I wasn't articulate enough. So I was like, 
I wasn't articulating myself properly, like. Which is not true. Well, yeah, now. Oh, it's but on to the next question. Um, what is one thing? What would you say is the biggest life experience you've learned from living in the projects? The biggest life experience. Yes. Um, life is too fucking short. You could really die tomorrow, right now, this mm-hmm. second. Like, your life is really short. Do you know those people I've seen die? And it's, it's not their time to go. It's, it's like, it's not fair, but a bullet do not have a name. Yes, I know that person. And that's not even a life experience from the hood. That's just being Black. That is also Like, true. in America, in general. Like, you learn that from looking at the news. It's sad. So that's one thing I've learned. To just live my life to the fullest. Do what I gotta do. You know, I might not be a drug dealer, but I do like to say I have a hustler mentality. (laughs) When it comes to my own work. And just being able to someday get out of this environment. Because I never want to raise my kids in the projects. So but I do want their ass to go to public school. <laughs> but is your atten- is your intention for them to leave? To leave what? The project. Yes, of course. No one should ever want to stay here. This shit ain't good. It's a I think it's a good life experience. But if I have to choose not to to bring up my kids here or somewhere else, it would definitely be somewhere else. Because I want them to learn the things that I've learned, but not through what I have, you know, had to learn them. They can learn it other ways. So why do you think, like, some people choose to stay in the projects? Like, I have never met a person (laughs) that wants to stay here. So I can't You haven't met enough people in my neighborhood, because like I said, it's generations of families here. Like... That's the difference. We don't got that here. Like, you remember I told you, like... So my entire project is based upon families, mostly, like it's generations of families. And the perfect mm-hmm. example of that is that my neighbor, one of my other neighbors, um, there is like an older woman living there and stuff like that. And right across, literally right across the hall, like two steps in the hallway is her daughter's apartment where she raised her two daughters. And then one of the daughters ended up dating my brother. So it was just, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it was just like literally, we'll go from my house to the mother's house, and then my brother like will sometimes knock on the grandmother's house to see if his girlfriend was there. Like it was just like a, oh, like, and all in one section of the hallway too. So it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a lot. And it's just yeah, yeah. Like honestly, I know people here that they want to say they're like, oh, why would I want to leave? Like I got. Like the rent rent is really cheap. Like it's not bad. Like, like they're like, oh, people always jealous. Like for some reason, I don't get it. I don't know if it's just a Queens thing, but it's like people are seem like they always jealous of people that live in the projects. And I'm just like jealous of what? I don't know. They be like, oh, I don't know what projects you living in, girl. But (laughs) nobody jealous of me living in the project. I always have to tell people I live in the project so they know what what's up. 
because I don't want you walking over here thinking, oh, she lives in a house. No, bitch, I live in the projects. Prepare yourself. It's crazy out here. Like, honestly, like, <clears throat> I be seeing things on Facebook, like, people, and it, it's, I don't, know, I don't know, I think it's a Queens thing. People are like, oh, yeah, I wish I made, like, this amount of money so I could live in the projects and all this other what? shit. Like, y'all be living lavish. And I'm like, what? No, that's a terrible broke mentality. I don't know. <laughs> Who says this? I don't. Listen, I've never met a person. Time, like, it's like people in my neighborhood, they be arguing with other people, like, oh, um, like, and then it's like whole arguments start because people have been like, oh, I don't understand why y'all want to live in the projects anyway. That bum, dirty shit. Like, y'all have roaches, mice, all this other stuff. Then you got people arguing, like, no, we don't. You just mad because you pay three grand in rent. Like, wait, 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 wait. First of all, why are you paying three thousand dollars to live in the projects? No, 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 not in. A, well, I do know some people that spend more than a thousand. Now, mm-hmm. see, that's where you need to get the fuck out. <laughs> There's no reason for you to be living in the project paying a thousand dollars. Just go and get a nice apartment. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That don't make no damn sense. If I was paying that, that would not, I would not be here. Some people really be spending bank. And yes, to be living in this bum ass place. <laughs> I mean, you gotta. I I see the I see the mentalities because it's just like you spending that price, and then it's water included, it's heat included. From my projects, from my projects in particular, they do really good with like maintaining everything and stuff like that. So I don't I don't know. Me personally, it's my intention to get out. But I do agree with you. I don't. I don't see why people like, but one thing I don't like is like when people be like, oh yeah, I'm coming out of the hood, I'm coming out of the projects, but now I'm gonna put my kids in private school. Bitch, wait. Why? Yeah, I know I don't believe in private school. Like if I if I'm the richest motherfucker on this earth, my kids is going to public school. They will learn. Like they need to I feel like if you the public school on earth, that's a safety threat. <laughs> well, so. it depends. Because I just want them because I feel like public school gives you so much life experience. Oh, it I've learned so much. Huh? It teaches you so fucking much. Yeah, I've learned so many things. It's not even about the education at this point because public school trains you for life. Like you learn how to deal with shit, especially the hood public school. I learned how to roast people. You just learned how to have thicker skin. Yes, yes, girl. Like, people, like, I remember in middle school, people used to really try and be like, oh, you're fat. And I'm like, bitch, okay, try again. Like, I remember (laughs) having to sit there one time in the freaking park while this group of boys decided to roast me for 20 minutes because... 20 minutes? They had time today. Mm. Because I was wearing all purple. And they were like, oh, you big-ass Barney motherfucker. And then I didn't cry then. I didn't cry now. So it was just like, listen, bitch, I got I developed the thickest skin. You would never yep. catch me, you would never catch me like shedding a tear. Unless it's like some real shit that really got me upset. Like my mother just died, some type of shit. But it's just like Yeah, but it really teaches you. I've learned so much why... to fight. I learned I learned so this is one thing like people always told me they was like, Oh, for a girl who lives in the projects, like you have like you're just book smart, you're not street smart. And I'm like I haven't got robbed yet. <laughs> Obviously, I'm doing something right. <laughs> I've gotten robbed. Oh, that shit was that fun. <laughs> and I knew I was going to get robbed, so I was like, might as well go out the right way. I was still tight about it, so I confronted him. I was like, I almost got robbed 
actually I got robbed once, but one other time I was going to get robbed, but like I showed my hood side. I don't know how it stomached that out of me, but <laughs> he was trying to steal my purse on the C train. It was like, I don't know. It was like mm, one, two o'clock in the morning. It was really late. So it was just like me, him, and I think another person on the train. And I'm like sleeping a little bit, but my purse is out. You, you know, those tiny little purses that you can put on your hands. Never wear those. Well, it's a tiny little purse, that, a little wrist purse you can no, put on your hands. No, I know hand. it is, but it's just... Oh, okay. You so he touched it. And I just looked at him like, who the fuck is you touching? Like, this is a big-ass nigga. And I was like, I wasn't having it. So he just got up and got out the next stop. And I was looking at him like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, I'm not doing this tonight. <laughs> he really could have shanked me, dude. He really could have. One thing I learned to do is, like, I don't say nothing to people unless it's, like... Unless it's like a dire situation, but it's just he was really trying to rob me. I've seen people that act way too suspect, and I be looking at them like I give them a look, and if they give me a certain look back, I'm like, all right, cool. So I remember one time some guy was like looking at me. It was really late too. He was looking at me all types of weird, and so I remember I was looking at him and he was looking at me. And so what I did was I t- I slowly turned my screen off. I put my phone in my pocket. I put my bag on my back and I looked at him like, what's up? Like, what's up? I'm ready. Yeah, like, what's up, nigga? Like, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. You're not about to sit and rob me. I ain't got time for this. Yeah, like, are you going to rob me or you just want to look at me? Like, what are you trying to rob me so we could fight? Or you can sit here and try to rob me so we could fight. Because it's just like, I'm not doing this. You're not just going to sit here and like walk away with my shit. I'm not going to, we're not about to do that. So, and that's, I feel like that type of mentality only comes from someone that is from the projects because Yo, they're not going to just sit there. I know, because one time something happened to this lady on the train and some guy tried to steal her back and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, like, bitch, get up. <laughs> go get <laughs> like, Anybody go get that shit for you? I was looking at home like, you should have never, this is why you don't sit that close next to the doors if you get a new iPhone. What are you doing? Exactly. I'm always aware of that shit. Anybody got time for that? Especially when I have my beats on, I'm not doing this with y'all. Well, my mother never let me wear beats. She was like, I don't know what you think you're doing, but it's dangerous out here. You want to sit here and wear all these expensive clothes. You're going to take what the fuck I give you and live another day. And I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> I never had the chance to have like fancy things. Like when everybody was wearing Heelys. You remember Heelys? hated those things. When everybody was wearing Heelys, mother was like, do you want to bust your ass or do you want to live? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'll still live either way. But she was like, people out here get robbed for these shoes and you want them? But Heelys? <laughs> Listen, people really got robbed for Heelys. I'm like, <laughs> what? At least mm-hmm. some Jordans. I've heard of people getting Heelys? robbed for Heelys. Like, oh no, I think your hood takes a cake. That's some bum shit. <laughs> Listen, people got robbed for Heelys. People got robbed for um, the Montclair. The people got shot for Montclairs. That's one thing I didn't get. That's not okay. That's really not okay. You never heard that? I think somebody got shot for a yellow Montclair. What the hell's a Montclair again? One of the uh, expensive puffy jackets. Oh, but that's still not okay. Like, what are you doing? That's how you know you live in the hood because niggas don't care. Like I've I've seen some things like 
I don't, I, me personally, I do understand it, but it's just like, I don't see any item being worth, like, being worth more than someone's life. That's just me. I totally agree. Like, but anyways, um, what is one of the largest regrets you had from this lifestyle? Lifestyle? I don't live no lifestyle. <laughs> you feel like living in a project is yes, lifestyle. Yes, <laughs> well, it is lifestyle. I try not to think that's my lifestyle. <laughs> a lifestyle. It has changed the style of your life. I guess. If someone was but, living um, that would be their lifestyle. Say the question again. Um, like, what is one of the biggest regrets? The biggest regrets? Yes, that you had from living in the projects. I don't really have any regrets from living here. Mm-hmm. No regrets. It's all been lesson learned. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've learned to analyze my surroundings. I've learned to analyze people. I know when I'm about to get robbed so I can square up with somebody. Yeah. Like, I just know stuff. And, like, when I meet other people that have not went through these experiences to know and realize things, it's it's kind of, it's not sad, but it's kind of, like, like, how do you not know this? Because it's more of a survival thing. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when I was getting robbed, <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend at the time did not understand that when you see a group of niggas, you do not, you do not cross those group of niggas. You cross the street. And you keep it pushing. Like, if you live in the hood, avoid situations. Yeah. If you don't, if you go towards it, then you, that's your ass. You're looking for it. But if you avoid it and they're still bothering you, then you, we need to square up. Like, that's it. Because it's clearly saying you're trying to do something. So, like, I, when I was getting robbed, I wanted to cross the street. But he didn't want to cross the street. And look, look what the fuck happened. I should have went with my instinct and left that nigga alone. <laughs> But we didn't cross the street, and I realized he was trying to get too close. So then I officially was like, I'm crossing the street, so I forced him to do that. And then I realized the guy crossed the street, too. And then I was like, I'm not doing it. So I turned around and was like, what's up? What's going on? So mind you, I had my purse in my hand. See, that's where I fucked up. I should never <laughs> have my purse in my hand. Because <laughs> he would have had nothing to grab, nothing to do anything. He would just have to leave because there was nothing for him to take, you know? Mm-hmm. Unless he had a gun, then he could have it all because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my life is not worth nothing. You could take the I would you could take all the clothes off my back. I am fine. Do not shoot me. <laughs> like, like take it all, motherfucker. I have the biggest feeling that if somebody was to ever pull a gun on me, I would just really look at them like really nigga. Like really? Like I have twenty dollars. You really doing all that? Like, you can have it all, boo boo. I barely have anything. You act like material things can come back to you. The, but your life cannot. You really about to like risk your life in jail for twenty dollars. Like you couldn't have thought this a little bit through. Like what it has. That's not his problem. He clearly like... has issues. <laughs> so like, people that rob other people clearly have issues, and that's not my problem. All I know is that I need my life. Take whatever you want. If the cops find you, that's your ass. <laughs> that's the, you know, but. I just, I have no regrets living here. It's just been like a life lesson. So when I do get rich, I will always stay humble because I know where I came from and I will never go back. 
or never want anyone with my DNA or family members to come back. Because if I'm working my ass off to go somewhere else, we're never coming back down. Like, no. That is... Yes, it's a fact. (laughs) But I feel like for me, that would be, like, a lot harder because, like, all of my immediate family lives in the projects. Really? So the only person who doesn't is my aunt, and that's because she won like a, a medical settlement. So she had got into some money and she brought her own apartment in um Parkchester in the Bronx. But oh that's nice. Oh yeah, her apartment is beautiful. Um <laughs> she needs to invest too. Oh no, that money's gone, girl. She broke. <laughs> <laughs> that money's gone. <laughs> yes. We see my family that they, they don't have the financial literacy to do stuff like that. So like that's the first thing you do. Don't buy shit. Invest that money so it could grow. And once you have a good amount then buy a new apartment. So, so I know I know this now from experiencing what they have experienced. But at that time, <laughs> they that's not okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, all that money's gone, girl. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, <sighs> um she could know. help out the whole fam. That is, yeah, it made me really sad because I was like, she really get, came into some money too, but. <laughs> the apartment that's hers yeah that should burn down she better have insurance for that <laughs> yeah all that money will be gone I don't know um it's gonna be laughing why are you so weak <laughs> I don't think she got insurance on it so like if that shit goes up in a blaze she's luck out of luck <laughs> like she's gone she really needs insurance and it depends on the insurance too, because if they don't cover it, that's your ass. Oh, she better get water insurance, fire insurance, earthquake insurance, <laughs> all the insurance you can get. We just not gonna talk about the. I don't know her situation like that to be commenting on it, so it's just like it's a dub. All right, yeah, it's a dub, girl. Um. Ugh. I guess you don't even care about this one, but the next question is, because <laughs> you already answered one of them already. So the next one is, what is one thing you wish you could change about your neighborhood? Um, I just had a thought that you'd have been like, <laughs> me not being in it. Like, yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, um, I'm me not being in this bitch. <laughs> I don't want to be here. That's a fact. That's a fact. I have to be here. The craziest thing I used to, like, this is why, like, my teenagers were so, also so hard for me. Because, like, when mm-hmm. I was in, like, elementary school, elementary school, I didn't know anything other than, like, the projects in, like, my immediate neighborhood. So, it's was like, once mm-hmm. I got to middle school, and I started seeing, because we had to, the school bus would um, pick up the furthest person who lived in Queens and then bring him to the school that was closer to Manhattan. So it would start from like Far Rockaway or whatever and then come through Jamaica and then go to like um, Corona. But I remember like we'll be going through like Kew Gardens and Forest Hills to pick up the white children. Um, And they lived- sounds like a travel. It really was. But they would live in these beautiful houses, LaShawn. Like the houses were so beautiful. And then I remember like coming home, we'll have to go from Corona to see all these beautiful houses. And then I started, like, when we got here, I was like, why I gotta come here? <laughs> Not even why I gotta come here. I was like, I don't think 
I live the same as these people. Like, you really don't. Yeah, and I learned that the hard way because I was like, this shit, like, they have backyards. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't I have a park in behind my building. There's not a lot of grass in it, but the grass is like for the dogs to poop in because nobody picks up their dog shit. Did I tell you that they put in a thing in my neighborhood now where they're giving out free doggy bags and up the shit? There's that much dog poop? I guess, because I guess they started hiring workers, I guess, that live in the neighborhood and they don't want to pick it up, so. The workers don't want to pick it up? Would you want to pick up someone else's dog shit? No. Exactly. That's true, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, I, I was like, am I poor? Like, that's when I started registering, like, I think I'm poor. Like, <laughs> you know, like I think I am poor. Yeah, because literally, like, these houses will be, like, half the size of my entire building. And I'm like, like, you live there? Like, seriously? And I'm just like, my room is mad small. I have to share it with my sister. Like, <laughs> and then my brother's like, it's five people in my house in the two-bedroom apartment. And you have your entire, like, own floor. I've never shit. had a room. I've never had my own personal space. So when I have kids and they argue about space or anything because I'm I'm trying to get a good house, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear. And there would not be no dishwashers in my house. Like, yeah, all washing the dishes. <laughs> oh, no. There's going to be dishwasher in my house. I hate washing the dishes. I don't like washing dishes. dishes. But I make sure my damn kids is going to wash them. Like I, Because you know what I realized? I realized I have to live a tough life, but I'm trying to get the best life for my kids. So they might be, like, spoiled, but I don't want that. I want them to be able to, like, learn the same shit I've learned so I value money more. Than- yeah, me personally, there's other things that I can do to do that. Like, for example, like you could do your own laundry. But no one is washing dishes because we will have a dishwasher. See, that's different. I hate doing laundry. So we're just going to have someone do it for us. But the dishes, y'all going to have to learn how to do. That's just, it's weird, but like, that's what I'm going to go with. Because I don't like doing laundry. It's not my thing. I don't like doing laundry either, but I'd rather do laundry than do dishes. No, I'd rather do dishes than do laundry. See, y'all know. I hate laundry. That's so much work. Like my mom cooks a lot. Cause I told you, like she when it, like for example, on Sundays, Sundays is the worst day to wash dishes. Because since she's from the South, she still has that like southern tradition of like Sunday dinner and stuff like that. And then she wanna go all out. And now she's using eight to nine pots, and then you got all this stuff oh, wow. in the day. That and then she gets amazing. mad. No one wants to have yeah, we had we, we ate spoiled tonight. But <laughs> Then she gets mad because nobody wants to wash the dishes. And so then she has to wash the dishes. And then oh, I'm no, like... I gotta help her wash the dishes now. Well, she got to the point now where she got tired of arguing with us over the dishes. And then like she just started washing them herself. Because like what used to happen was that I would come home from school and there'd be a whole sink full of dishes that wasn't mine that I had to wash. And I was like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'll be tight too. <laughs> I was like, no. I like, we used to wash the dishes. Like, I don't mind washing other people's dishes, but literally, it will be times where none of the dishes were mine. That's me all the time in my family. That's all I'm like washing your shit. I'm not doing this. Because no one else can wash dishes in my house with me and my mother. Because they don't know how to really wash it. 
Yeah. Mm, um, I'm talking about this. This is a whole other conversation for another day. Um, right. But what is one misconception about your neighborhood? Misconception? No, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've heard about Cypress Hill is fucking right. I think it's also like East New York. East New York is a hard, it's a hard life. Brownsville. Everything you heard about Brownsville is correct. There's no misconception. No, it's all right. No, it's, it's bad because I also live in the projects, and every time somebody tell me about Brownsville, I'm like, oh no, we don't go there. We don't, that we don't should go be there. bad. Like That's it's terrible. It's certain things that it's just like it's just mm. like in certain projects. I'm like, I don't go, I don't, I don't go there. They're like, but you live in the projects. I'm like. You stay to your own projects. You stay in the one you know. Because you, you know the rules there. Exactly. So my projects has certain rules. So I remember when I was in high school, um, it was one of the boys that I was friends with and everything. And he came to my neighborhood. And he was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, we're in the project. Oh my God, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. <laughs> Relax. I was like, you shut your ass up. I was, he just got me so upset because I was like, obviously nothing's going to happen to you if I'm with you. Nothing's going to happen to you. I was like, granted, if I was to leave your ass here around seven, eight, and a whole group of niggas came, you that's on your, your own. Ass. Yeah, yeah you on your own. But <laughs> you're the little light-skinned wannabe gangster over here. I'm going to walk with you back to the train. Like, I literally, I hate guys like that. Like, honestly, they can be like, oh, yeah, I'm tough. I'm hood. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I was in a project. Oh, 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 oh well. Well, speaking <laughs> like, of my nurse, like he really was like, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. I'm like, boy, you're like, here. Like, I'm like, you're six. If anything, somebody should be scared of you. Like you can literally topple over niggas. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> Clearly, he cannot. You little bitch ass. I'm not doing this. Um, <laughs> I was really upset that day. I was really like, "You so fucking rude!" Like, I live here. What do you mean? I'm scared. I'm scared. Like, if I if I if you was gonna get shot, like, don't you think I was? I wouldn't have brought you was gonna get shot. The only thing I would say that's a misconception. Can you say that word again? Keep fucking up that word. Misconception. But what? Misconception. Miscom. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. So <laughs> the only thing about that. Is that I don't like when I tell people I'm from the projects and they just, even though it might be true, but they just think that just because I'm from the projects, I might be like crazy hood or sell drugs, you know, like the, the school um, shit. Stereotype. Like okay. that type of mentality. True. Or, I'm assuming that true too. Yeah. Or like you're just going to stay there or you're not trying to get out the hood. Like you're just not going to do anything with your life or you're a project of your environment not a project you're um what's the word forgot the word i know what you're talking about but i also forgot the word <laughs> yeah you're oh my god but you know I... what i mean yeah <laughs> whoever's listening to this do you know the word please let us know the word if you find out <laughs> something of your environment which is not true I have learned from my environment and I'm happy I've lived here because it made me much more street smart and I know what to do when I see certain things that other people won't. So that is true. That's true. It's like I might live here, but my future is not here. This is just somewhere I have to be in right now because my family's poor. So like I would say the one thing I learned 
this isn't a misconception at all, but it was like mm-hmm. one thing I learned the most about was like what a real what a real hoe is. A real hoe. I've learned mm-hmm. that since I was 12. But I learned it because my friends used to mess with the craziest of guys. And the reason why I call them a fuckboy is because they are literally the definition of a hoe. And I am never one to judge someone's sexual preference or behavior. Behaviors. But, for example, we just want to say, it's it's something like this. We just want to say it's a group of five girls. You date one of the girls. No, just just listen. Just follow. Oh, okay. It's a group of five girls. And you, let's just say, LaShawn, that you are uh, Adrian. Your name is Adrian. I'm Adrian. So you, Adrian, decide to go sleep with girl one. You guys are kind of dating right now. That's fine. Then you're like, oh, girl one got some cute friends. I'm not doing this. Uh, and so over the course of like a year, you somehow ended up hooking up and taking the virginity of most of girl one's friends. That's disgusting. And I was just like, I was appalled. This is when you gotta start pulling out the big words. Cause I was appalled, distraught. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, I was like, uh, uh, what? I was what like, is what? I was like, the same person, bitch? Like, really? Like, uh, did I even use condoms? Because that's nasty. Like, Mm-mm. he needs to go and check himself out, and she needs to go to parent clanhood, whatever that's just called. We were all teenagers then, but Mm-mm. it's just like, where's the mother? It's just like those type of behaviors, like, this is one reason why I lost my virginity really late because I was like, I mm-hmm. see through all the bullshit. Like I lived through a lot of bullshit through my friends. So yeah, same. And like it was like a whole nother like. For example, there are a lot of attractive young males that have come through this project's area. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm dead. But personally, I've learned I would never fool around with anyone that I go to school with that I live yes. next to like yes. live in the same area code like <laughs> yes thank you so what I oh my, I didn't know you you follow that rule that's my number one rule I would never date anyone in my neighborhood my school my vicinity it, even if you know my best friend I'm not fucking with you like <laughs> I'm just gonna do with it. I learned because, like, a lot of my friends are going through that now. Like, all their exes live here. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Or everyone knows your business because your exes live here. Like, I can't. Yeah. And niggas like to talk. Exactly. So, my neighborhood is very friendly, too. So, it's just like everyone just knows everyone's business. Like, I remember I would be with my friends and we just walking down the street, and like, one of the girls would stop her and be like, hey, yeah, did you hear about so and so? Like, She's sleeping with his man and all this other stuff, and T turns out to be gay. And I'm like, oh my god! And they just said all this in front of me. I'm like, damn, I don't even know you, shorty. You just airing out somebody's business. Now, if I ever meet a Takesha, I know her boyfriend. First of all, why is her name that? That's that's. I I just made up a name because it was similar to that, but I didn't want to actually say the name. (laughs) 
No, it's similar it's to that. Game. I don't want to say the actual name, but it, like I know everybody's business now. Like it makes no sense. Uh, if you had to choose, what would you say? This is just like a New York City question. What would you say has like which borough has like the worst projects? I think I already know the answer, but be See, realistic. I can't really, don't be biased. I can't. I can't. I can't really answer because I've never been in the projects in the. You know that's a fucking lie. I have been in the projects in the the Bronx. It's the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I was. <laughs> I forgot. One of my friends said he lived there. I have to ask him. Are you know Armiel? He said he lived there. So I have to ask what him. I, I gotta block out his name. It's fine. I'm pretty sure if you ask him, he would want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> but ask him first. But he said he lived there. He has some crazy stories. And it's like a gated community, but the project style. And I was like, this shit is wild crazy. I thought my projects was bad. I'm gonna give it to the Bronx. <laughs> So, last, next question, like, last one. Which borough do you feel like has the worst, like, reputation in terms of, like, danger? Like, really? I feel like it's yes. Brooklyn. Brooklyn got it, like, I feel like Brooklyn and the Bronx is, like, one and one for me. Like, right there. They both have bad reps. Brooklyn and the Bronx, yeah. They both do. Because, like, I've heard some stories about Brooklyn that I'm just, like, like, even from a young age, people used to say Brooklyn, and I used to be like, I don't go there. I Same. Don't... I used to say that when I lived in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's some parts of Queens that it's just like, I don't go there. I don't I do not do that. <laughs> like, I lived in a good part of Queens. Nah, because it used to be, it used to be, see, I feel like I live in a good part of Queens, too. But I will say that my neighborhood has gotten much better Mm-hmm. Once the police started sending everyone to jail, which is yeah, same thing. But, but <laughs> what used to happen was that, and I think I told you this before, but what used to happen was people used to get jumped for no reason. Yeah, that's scary. For no re- literally, like you could have, and especially being a girl, it was scarier because they used to walk around with box cutters to like cut your face. So like that, what's that term you always say? Buck 50, bitch. They used to give girls thug 50s. Um, Buck 50, not thug 50. Buck 50, sorry. Um, (laughs) Listen, I just know my sister got one, and I just, I just, I didn't know what that was. Um, But. That's scary. I don't, I don't know, because it was like, literally, like, there's another project that's not too far from here. And if you were caught by, if you were caught in that neighborhood and they in a group of people used to come up to you be like, oh, where are you from? And if you would have said 40, you was getting jumped on like this the next beat. Like 14. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. That's funny. Like, and same thing. So the people that from that neighborhood used to come over here, they used to get jumped too. Like it was just like a whole jumping fest. I'm like, and this is when I was going to the school in Queens. So when I started hearing about it, I was like, are y'all, are y'all dead ass? Like, we really do like. I was like, I've never heard of anything like this. Everybody and their mama. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why, if we all live in Queens, why does it matter which projects you're from? Now, everybody's all friendly and whatnot, but I'm just saying, like, 
So, for example, the neighborhood Nicki Minaj is from, I believe that's where they used to, like, the whole issue used to come from. Um, but I don't know. It's so weird. Like, it's so weird. Because it's so unfortunate mm-hmm. that it took a whole bunch of people going to jail for the neighborhood to get better. Because, honestly, I'm not going to lie, ever since a lot of people went to jail, they started gentrifying this area a lot more. Yeah. Because all the fucking hoodlums is out. That's what they always do. This I don't see... I really don't see um my neighborhood getting gentrified anytime soon. Oh, my neighborhood, like, Queen... This side is Queen is getting gentrified because we're so close to the airport. That's why. So, we have Me the too. airport... I'm like... 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Yeah, I would girl, don't let us don't let us surpass you. But it's just like because we have the air train right there. We got the Long Island Railroad. Yep. And we got the A train too. Yeah. So it's just like they started building a whole bunch of uh hotels and shit. And since they started building a whole bunch of hotels, and I told you the Chipotle came in and the Starbucks. Bitch, and the, if ooh. there's ever a Chipotle or Starbucks in my neighborhood, I First know all. it's over. <laughs> First of all, you'll be the main one so excited. You'll be like, oh, a Chipotle. Yeah, you'll be like, wait. Well, first of all, I think that's also because you live in the food desert. Y'all need well, something. have shit around here. <laughs> you need... So anyone listening, she literally only has a Chinese restaurant. The Domino's isn't even, like, down the street. Like, they... That's they just far. That's just all the way like, down Cichlid. <laughs> she literally only has, like, a Chinese restaurant that you said, like, served a roach one time in your food or something like that? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. There's two Chinese restaurants. <laughs> I don't eat from them no more. They're in the subway. <laughs> Fuck that. I eat from the other one. I bought what... I was trying to buy a plate from that one time. And the one time I went there, this lady came back and was like, oh, I found a roach in my food. I was like, miss. I never went back. <laughs> that was years ago. Is she still going there? Her nasty ass. You know, one thing I'm going to say, it just reminded me of something. I remember, I honestly remember some of the best food I had as a child was when this like old Italian couple owned the corner store by like one of the pro- like by one of the buildings. That sounds cute. And they had a whole pizzeria in the back where they used to serve homemade pizza, like pepperoni. They had pepperoni rolls that were so unhealthy that it clogged your arteries, but it what? tasted so good. It was so good. Do you remember when I used to tell you that that one? It was like that one summer that I told you about that we had the impromptu car wash. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I should explain it. But one summer, like the neighborhood bullies <laughs> decided to put together a car wash, um, very on the fly. It was literally like, "Oh, we should do a car wash because it's hot, and we're going to open up the fire hydrants, and we need some money." Mm-hmm. So. All the kids that was there that day, they were in the houses. They got the sponges and the detergent. I wasn't going to do that because I already knew my mother would have beat my ass, took them out some dishes, washing cars. Um, <laughs> and I, I told her about it. She was like, I would have beat your ass. And I was like, see, I was right. But um, I beat your ass too. 
Cause she like, I spent my hard on money on some detergent. You, I'm like, <laughs> um, and literally, I remember that day they opened up the fire hydrant. Like they really went out of their way and found the, what was it, the the wrench or the pliers or whatever setting to open up the fire hydrant. And then we really had a whole car wash. And of course, being the neighborhood bullies, um, they went and took all the money. Um, but I remember afterwards, like we really went to that corner store and like it was the best day because although they took all the money, like but we did have a good time. And then we ended the day off with those great ass pepperoni rolls. And I was like, damn, like I remember when the hood used to be so good because it's just like. You didn't have to go outside of the hood to get anything. Everything was there, kind of. Like, for your neighborhood, it was different. But for mine, like, everything was there. Nothing is here. That's sad. Because it's 2019 and you still ain't got shit there. What? I said it's 2019 and y'all still ain't got shit there. Nothing. That's how you know it's the hood. None of these niggas want to come here. Call the mayor. Whenever shit happened in my building, I'd be calling the mayor. We had a crackhead not too long ago. Oh, the person on the floor. Yeah, she living here, pooping in the stairwells. It's a hot fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I someone get that one my building. Oh, it was so bad. Like, yep, because they ain't going nowhere until they freaking clean it. Lashawn, someone took a shit. This is what it was like the worst week in my entire life. Someone, a grown, I we knew it was a man because it was too much. Shit to me. Like, <laughs> I just knew it was a man. surprise. So we, I remember like. One day I had opened the elevator. I was like, oh, what's that smell? It was a big-ass pile of shit. Someone took a big-ass shit in the in elevator, right? So I remember the next day, someone thought it was a good idea to pour bleach and ammonia. Oh, God, no. On the shit to try to mask the smell. It was intolerable. Like, you could not breathe. It was that strong. <laughs> First of I don't all, y'all to take the stairs. Fuck that. First of all, my mom was in the wheelchair. Oh my um, god, no! She had to use because we have people in my building in wheelchairs, and we have a lot of old people in my building. So um, they fucked up. They put. I was a first of all. Who in their house has ammonia? <laughs> somebody that's killing somebody. Else. Like it. <laughs> The only reason why you need like ammonia. Really strong grade ammonia. Like it wasn't no diluted shit. Actually was really strong. They over here melting bodies. And like it got so bad that everybody was complaining in the building and they had to come and clean it. They should have been cleaning. Nobody should have been asking them to come. Why are you shitting in the elevator? That's not, at least in the stairwells. Nobody be no, no, you know what thing I never understood? This reminded me. I never understood why people had sex in the stairwells. Oh, I don't know that. I've never witnessed that. You've never, that you never heard about that? Nope, not in my neighborhood. Really? It probably happened, but it was never caught. Oh my, really? Mm-hmm. Oh my, never heard girls about used to do it all the time here. Like, guys used to be mm-hmm. walking up and down the street, like, oh, such and such got caught sucking dick in the staircase. Oh, she nope. got caught sucking dick in the staircase. She a hoe. That happened in high school. Nah, that was happening in projects. Like, it was. One or two stairwells. People used to go in the basement stairwell and go up near the roof and go and suck dick. I feel like it probably did happen, but remember, I, nobody talks around my neighborhood, so it probably you won't know. 
Oh no, it was happening. A lot of shit I don't know until I talk to somebody or my mom talks to somebody. It it was a lot. Like it was happening a lot. Like to the point where they started like I think people was going on the roof to do it. So they started putting in security cameras. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like people used to lose like, I heard of people losing their virginity in the staircase. Like that's nasty. Bitch, at least let him get you a hotel. <laughs> I've I've heard some stories. (laughs) That sounds interesting, but I've never heard anything in my neighborhood like that. And plus, like I said, I don't talk to people to know. I mean, I don't either. I found all this out through. um, I'm gonna refer to her as my friend, Um, because she's not the most net liked person out there. So, through a friend. Yes, through a friend. Um, I'm so weak. Ooh. Well, I guess I can't even ask you that question because you ain't got no good memories. Good memories, good memories. I rem- I have a great memory. Okay, okay, this is one thing I would never forget. And I always tell people this: I'm smelling mad hard right now. And this is how it's exactly how we're going to end the conversation. I remember <laughs> when. I used to go to the center and I remember they came in the day and said, here's a permission slip. We're going to go to Six Flags. 50 Cent is playing for everyone to go to Six Flags. Yeah, that's just nice. I was like, wait, what? I was like, never that. You going to Six Flags? I was like, really? (laughs) Yeah, tell your mom, let her know. We're all going to Six Flags. He's paying for everyone to a concert. You know what's crazy? I don't remember it was before or afterwards. But they had a whole concert across the street from my house. Like that shit was lit. Like it was lit. Yeah, you told me. That like, was real crazy too. Cause like LaShawn, I was like, what are they building? It was like for a couple of days. I was like, what are they building? They were Dude, building-, building something for the concert? Yeah. Like the whole, stuff? the whole stage. Oh, damn. He really was showing out for Queens. Yes, he built Queens. It was just the neighbor. A whole stage. And it was a whole G G Unit concert. Wow, I love G Unit. At that time, but... I loved G Unit too. And I always say this: that's when I got to touch Lloyd Banks. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Won't be sexual assault, but I was like ten. Um, I didn't know about that. Um, that was the that was really the best thing. Like. The, the concert in the day for Six Flags was so long, LaShawn, but, but by the time I got home, I literally could not walk. Like, I was literally limping home because my feet were so sore. That's how long my day was. Like, literally, I think we left, like, 8 a.m. that morning and didn't get back until, like, 8 a.m. that like 8 p.m. that night. Mm. But it sounds like fun. It was a lot of fun. It was expensive. At least you know, you like, money, thought but, about the community. Yeah. Since. Unlike some people, nobody cared about my community. <laughs> Every man for themselves. Oh, yeah, for your community? Yeah. But I think yeah. also because there was no community aspect. And from your stories, it seemed like it would be kind of dangerous to do something like that. So... <laughs> To um, yeah, somebody, somebody probably would get shot. 
I forgot the last time. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. The one time I had real fun was when my mom took us. I think I had to be like 13, 14. My mom took us to this um, what's it called again? It's not a street party or what's it called? Oh, uh, block party. Block party. It was like my first ever block, my first and last ever block party. <laughs> But it was around the time they was playing chicken noodle soup. Oh, like when that song was popping. Yeah. So, so it was it wasn't like dark, but it was I think it was like three, four o'clock, going five around the time. And we were, you know, dancing, you know, having fun. And I think we only stayed there for like an hour, ate some free food, played with other kids, and then my mom took us home. As soon as you okay, as soon as we got home, we heard gunshots. Wow. Somebody died. <laughs> my mom was like, never again. And that's when we never had this whole they we never had any uh block parties. And then we used to have Cypress Hill Day. We can't have it no more because everybody else died. Somebody else died oh, that God, day. LaShawn, y'all savages. It's not us, it's the young generation that wants to be gangsters. Oh my god, we're in 40 day all the time. Mm-mm. We we don't Every they year. banned us. We don't have a park. We can't have Cypress Hill Day. Oh, no. We can't have a checkout. That's ridiculous. We can't have any because too much kids kept dying in the park because they would go outside and play and then somebody would start shooting. And then some kid would die. And it's like, might as well not have a park to save a life, you know? If you have no park, you can't play and go get shot. But what about the kids? That's so. They kind of go to the Queens Park. Queens is not far from here. <laughs> We have a lot of parks. Exactly. Let the parents take them there. Because clearly, if you go out here, you're going to get shot. My neighborhood. It's not like that anymore, though. It's three. Like, for at least what the project is at, it's like a park in every almost. Like, there's a park across the street from my house. It's a park behind the street from my house. And it's a park right outside my window. You guys have a lot of parks. And it, but then you guys are way more safer than we are. I guess. No, no, it's true, it's true. It's just because kids wasn't the targets. Like, niggas wasn't trying to shoot the kids. Kids aren't target here either, but there are outside where they... Clearly, somebody's going to get shot. Or clearly, people in this neighborhood don't know how to have better aim. I don't know. <laughs> you know one thing I don't understand? Is that I remember one time... <clears throat> I remember... This is how you know, like, living in the project is bad, because... I was talking to some of the scholars and the scholars for people who don't know, um, it's just like a high school program. I was speaking with some high school kids and we were talking about, we were just exchanging like project stories and everything. Mm -hmm. And we were just laughing because the weirdest things happen when a shootout happens. Like I don't, like I remember one time somebody had got shot in a neighborhood and everybody went inside screaming like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Ah. And then literally five minutes later, everybody came back outside. I was like, wait, why are I going back outside? They all went like, to died. I was like, what? Everybody came back outside. And I was just so confused. I was like, Ma, she was like, you better sit your ass down. You ain't going nowhere. I was like, okay, I wasn't going regardless. But I just didn't understand why everybody went back outside. I would not go out there either. Why don't you put the end of the conversation on a positive note? Not enough find a little way to end it on a positive note. 
It's not positive. The only positive is that you stayed inside. You were smart. <laughs> positive right there. <laughs> and I feel like the another reason why I'm not a product of my environment is because of my mother. I was not allowed to talk to any of the hood kids at all. Mama, before, this is how you know, like, we, we lived <laughs> before the cell phone age. Because before smartphones were a thing and all the other stuff, like, I had to, before cell phones were a thing, because, like, you know what's crazy? Because, like, for white America, they had cell phones before people in the hood had cell phones. So, yeah, we were too poor to buy it. So, by the time we had started getting cell phones, I still had to come inside the house when it got dark out. So, once that sun started setting a little bit too low, Mom be like, I'll say, you have right outside the window, get your ass in this house. Like, I have to be home by three o'clock every day, or my ass is getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. So, but what happened was that for me, I would have to get out of school, come home, check in with my mom first, ask to go outside. And then she was like, okay, come in before it get dark. Mm-mm. At least you went outside. I couldn't go outside. There was no outside. She only sort of let me go outside after I became friends with my friend that I told you about. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, honestly, I had to be inside before dark. And some days that shit was so scary because I would be so close. And I used to be, like, running home. But, like, oh, my God, mom, look at me. Mom, look at me. She would kill me somebody. <laughs> and I was just real short. And she was like, what took you so long? You're three minutes late. The sun set three minutes late. I'm like, I'm sorry. I had to stop the time. I, you need to tie your shoe faster. Like, <laughs> that's what moms, but moms have to do that. Because I was only allowed to go to my library. That's across the street. It was in the library at home. That was it. Because, and my mom was right. I realized when I was like, I think I'm going to say 17 that, oh my God, my mother was so right. Because when I used to go to the library, this guy was trying to talk to me. This thing was like 24, 25. Mind you, I'm like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not okay. And there was this other girl I used to talk to that I used to go to the library. And I guess one day my mom came in the library and saw the girl talking to me and saw the guy. And my mom was like, don't you ever talk to these people like I've never seen her yell at me like that. She's like, don't you ever talk to those two people ever again. I was a whooping ass. And I never spoke to them. Come to find out years later, she got pregnant by him. Mind you, she was the same age as me. This thing is like 20-something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, my mom was really right about this. So I, I would always like pick my friends wisely because at the time I was, you know, young and I didn't know any better. But after realizing like, oh, yeah, I don't think he should be talking to us. <laughs> Yeah, and she was way too fast because she got pregnant by this stupid ass. I had so. I had friends that were like sick. I remember I have I had a friend. Yeah. I had a friend. Yeah, what are you saying? Hello? What? No, continue. Oh, I had a friend that she was very shapely. I'm gonna say that, but she's very shapely for her age, very curvy. Um, so I'm gonna say when we were like. 12, 13, she was messing, a guy, messing with a guy that was like 24. Oh my God, that's not, that's statutory rape. That's not okay. And they kept messing with each other until they, until she was like 19, 20, I'm going to say. That's still not okay. He's probably 30. He was old. He was way older than 30. Oh no. Mm-mm. And 
I remember that like literally she couldn't do certain things like kids our age would, would do because he wouldn't let her. Like it, it was crazy things. It was it what? Was yeah. Where's her parents? Mm. So I thought it was like a Caribbean thing because like she's from the Caribbean, like her family. And I was like, uh Caribbean thing to do what? To date older men like that. I was like, because I can't no, the know. Caribbean thing is to whoop her ass. Is she stupid? <laughs> I didn't know. And so like I had to like ask her. I was like, why don't you just date someone your age? Someone like like him. I really like him. I really love him. And I was like, okay. Like she sounds brainwashed. That's really sad. Because he know. had her since she was like, what you said, 12? Yeah, and it's just like, it's really bad because it was like, he'll just like, one thing I didn't like was that he'll come in his car and pull up and just sit there and watch her. No, he he on some R. Kelly shit. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that was that funny. That was that bad to be laughed at. <laughs> but that's exactly what R. Kelly did. To be honest. A lot of these guys are predators, especially oh, over here. Like one thing that's that's one thing I didn't like is because it's supposed to be like such a community and all this other stuff. But a lot of the men in this community was hitting on these girls when they're like ten. Like I remember the first guy who ever hit on me. I was like, I remember I just got my braids done and I was like ten, eleven, and I was walking by myself home. My mom sent me to the beauty salon. It was only up the street, and this guy literally was trying to follow me home. Mm-mm. And I was like, I think I recognize you from somewhere. Like, don't, like, what are you doing? Oh. Yeah, what happened? Okay. I'm trying to take a poop. You just bust open the door like I was not here. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, nothing. We can end it. I need on this note. Okay. All right, because I'm trying to take the biggest poop. Right now. Well, you know what? Just for that, I'm keeping that in there. Just for that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>